Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, boys and ghouls. I hope you're ready for a truly terrifying time with this truly gruesome twosome. Disgusting, spine-chilling, ghastly, shuddersome, wicked stories of the macabre. And cinema. So check under the bed, make sure the doors are locked, and turn off the lights at your own risk. For you never know what terror lurks, or who creeps around the corner. And now your ghosts, I mean hosts, macabre and ghoul. Stop. Pooping. <laughs> Couple uh, goose poops this morning, huh? It's a goo flu game today. You got a bad case of the Rhea well, right now. The poople. The poople will thank you for that. So if at any point you guys notice that we stopped the podcast, it's because <laughs> There's a that's what pause. I'm doing. Yeah. Well, you know, goo, you're just a real gamer, you know? I don't think women understand that when men get sick, we shut it down. You shut it down for days. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to get back to 100%. The man flu is a real thing. There's an outside chance that I have a chest burster <laughs> inside of me right now that's going to pop out, spurt you in the face, and then just run off. Well, you know. Do I die if a chest burster pops out of my chest? Um, You're an EMT. Could you bring me back? If it's popping out, like if it breaks, well, yeah, I'm just going to say you die. I'm going to die? You definitely die. Shit. All right. So if I go silent for a while after you hear some screeching, <laughs> assume that I'm dead. Yeah, I'll probably just get up and leave. <laughs> Like, all right. <laughs> well, I'll call it. He's dead. We'll call the funeral home, and that'll be that. Podcast is over. No one's getting this audio. It'll just keep Would recording. you get the audio, actually? If I were to die mid-podcast, would you post this audio? There, would you know how to post this audio? If there was funny audio, like if you made a funny noise, or if you like shit yourself as you died, then I would post it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Goo. I'm Mac. And we are the Mac and Goo program. Generally, we bring you friendship. This week, we're bringing you more spooktacular. Spooky, horrifying, macabre, and ghoul. <laughs> macabre. Colon, the final chapter. Ooh. We are getting closer to that being more true. <laughs> and this week, we are doing another Mac v. Goo, this time 1990s <laughs> horror <laughs> characters. <laughs> but before we get there, Mac, we had some responses to our 1980s draft yes yes what yes, did the people yes, say yes. first of all big win for mr mac i would like yeah to thank, because the people don't like creativity i would like to thank oh i'll get back in my goobers. cage zookeepers <laughs> i'm sorry i'll get back to thinking inside the bun i would like to thank the goobers for taking a stand against injustice goo cheated you called them out and here we are i'm very happy i was a little upset there with some trying times touch and go for a couple of days because the early results are always pro goo there's a big pro goo crowd, and that's I just because can't get I get to it. use all of my Twitter accounts <laughs> to vote for goo. Ugh. Let's get to the comments. Gianna Porcaro said, "I always vote Mac, even if I didn't listen to the pod, but I just overly eagerly voted on accident for goo. So please recount before the final tally." Thanks. That's another one for me. We'll get on that. 
will eventually have that fixed. <laughs> yeah. Old Man Fergie said, without a goofy guy voice to pitch the movies, I found it very hard to follow the plot, but I'm pretty sure I heard the best pitch of why Batman could be horror, and Chucky is straight trash, homie. Chucky does stink. Chucky does not stink. The movies stink. You stink. Revisit that. JD, John Duggan said, I, if I only know two things, fair chance that's the case, it's that A, kickers have no place in fantasy football. Absolutely not. Strong point. There's a reason why they don't have kickers in DraftKings. Yeah, and now FanDuel. FanDuel got rid of them as well. Good. They should get rid of them across yeah, the world. They shouldn't even be in the league. And that's Mac and Goose Sports. <laughs> Sports. And B, Batman is not a horror movie. Mac takes this one. Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> All I want in my lifetime, I can die happy when I get a rated R Batman horror film. All right. Take all my money. And then that decade, you can draft Batman in a horror movie. I'm going to take your word for that. <laughs> Matthew Waugh said, listened while stuck in traffic. And my wife thought Mac's my movie wife. should have been titled Silent But Deadly Night. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. Marcus from The Boxer said, Goo pitches a better movie but didn't follow the rules of engagement. Oh, my God, Marcus. But Mac broke the biggest rule of all. Mac killed Santa. Goo wins. That's fucking horseshit. What do you mean I killed Santa? I didn't kill Santa. The if thing anything, Santa. I thought that was the best part of your movie, that killing was the, Santa. By far the best part of Because that opens movie. up Tim Allen to take over the reins. <laughs> when I say reins, I mean the reins, dear. <laughs> Tom Bellows said, love everything you guys do except these drafts. Friggin' painful. I guess the podcast is over. <laughs> Young Danny Lennon said, if Batman isn't a horror character, I don't know who is. And that's just not a good take. That's a completely it's great not take. Not a good take. This guy gets it. Not a good take. Tom Morrissey said, Mac had my vote when he took Ash with his first pick. Picking Batman should disqualify Goo anyways. Batman can absolutely be in a horror movie, but Batman 89 isn't one. But bam We actually had a light discussion off of that, and mm -hmm. he agrees that out of all the Batman, 89 Batman would be the most horror of the Batmans. You could argue... But having said that, yes, ownership did talk to me. I might be facing a suspension. <laughs> you could argue Batman Begins because of the Scarecrow aspect. Well, no, no. So I'm saying out of all the Batman, like, who would fit into a horror movie? Like, out of... So, like, Christian Bale, not really someone that would fit into a horror movie. Patrick Bateman? That's a good point. Well played. <laughs> but I would say that, like, let's say Affleck... Or Keaton. Keaton just looks like he sh he looks like Beetlejuice. He's a lurking he's monster. He's always Beetlejuice. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, Jared, the real Jay Kintal, said, Are you guys going to have to Days of Future Past all your old podcasts since Batman is now a horror character? Yes. Movie? See? Voted for Mac on Content. Content. You opened up Content. a slippery slope there. If Goo had won this vote, I was drafting all non-horror characters for this one. So for better or for worse, I won. Jim Clancy said, I can't believe the results so far. Goo, Batman ain't horror. He's Batman. He ain't scared of nothing. That's very confusing because I don't know if he voted for you or me. No, so he's saying that Batman isn't afraid of anything. Therefore, he could never be in a horror movie. Great point. Batman does always prevail. No, I get that's what he's saying, but does that mean he voted for me or you? You. Dorktober. Season of the Witch. Dork, said, letting That's, Goo of course, with Rip Creep <laughs> and Dying Rabies. <laughs> that's so bad. Uh, he said, letting Goo take Batman is like when you're playing wiffle ball and someone is clearly out, but they think they're safe, so you'll tell them, go ahead and run, but if your score doesn't count, <laughs> Ghost Runner. There was a good Spooky. chance that if I did win that V, that the victory would not have counted. There was going to be a revolt, I think, for sure. There would have been a thing where that fellow there who doesn't like the Vs would have gotten his wish. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Munn said, imagine seeing Batman going against iconic horror villains yes! in a gritty movie from the villain's perspective. 
Sounds almost too good to be true. That's because it is. Gucci, did I vote for Mac? <laughs> <laughs> I like the roller coaster of emotions yeah. you're on there. Woo. At J Dunk said, was almost going to disqualify Goo until he had the far better pitch. I don't understand. Look, I had a great pitch. J Dunks, you just don't like B movies then. I pitched a bad movie, but B movies aren't good movies. Sometimes I pitched they are. a great B movie. Yeah, you stink. Backcracker says Mac comes out of the goddamn shoot dropping his clankers. And clankers is not good. I didn't like the use of clankers. Though. I like clankers. Those are big old nuts. Dropping his clankers and picking ass with his first pick. He drafted well. Is he picking ass? <laughs> Are you picking ass? And had I'll a be great picking movie ass with pitch. my pick. <laughs> Goo, hell of a go, but just wasn't your day, good buddy. Also, I think adding Mac's movie to the Gilmore 25 Days of Christmas movie marathon. Boom. Paul Facetti said, well, gave the pod another listen. And I must say it was a tough decision. Goo going outside the box was a bold move, which I respect. Using Batman and Beetlejuice together was a good idea. However, Mac's movie beats it out. Perhaps the lack of Gooby voice did go in. Uh, do you want the voice <laughs> or not? <laughs> At Mitchie B, Mitchie B socked Boston Sports on tap. Yeah. Goo wins, but has the asterisk for using HGH and drafting Batman, therefore making Mac the winner no matter what. Goo is the Russian Olympic team. I seriously can't fit a hat on my head because <laughs> I've taken so much testosterone. Pat Lane at WTP Lane said, I'll tell you what, this might have been the best draft episode yet. Yes, Batman isn't a horror character, but Goo's movie was solid. Mac just drafted a solid team and pitched what I thought would be a very entertaining movie. Mac gets the W. Yes. <sighs> Nick Fryer <sighs> said, Goo made the better movie, but flat out cheated. <laughs> that being said, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You earned That's my vote. Right. Be better, Mac. All right. You like that? All right. I agree. I draft all four Ninja Turtles. Balls in your court. <sighs> Mac, if you drafted one of them, I would take the next two immediately. <laughs> you wouldn't have a chance to have all four. Uh, Kevin, with a real real hot take here, said, Goo's movie pitch was good. Period. That's all I, I said. agree That's completely. All I said. Crossing State Kevin gets it. <laughs> Crossing State Lines pod said, look, we sympathize with Goo. We recently tried to plead the case of Jurassic Park as a horror movie, but Batman really stretches the boundaries. It was a solid pitch, but you can't beat a werewolf and ash slaughtering dolls. So... He brings up a good point, because mm -hmm. we are doing 1990s today. Yep. Are we counting Jurassic Park? Because we did not have it in our 90s um, vault. What do you want to do? Where do you lean on that? It is a bit of a creature feature. Mm -hmm. I know that Poopy Ashley calls it a horror movie, but um, I'd be fine if you don't want to use it. It scared me as a child. It scared me as a child. I would actually lean yes. All right, whatever you want. However, I am not going to take the T-Rex this time. I already won once with the T-Rex, so I'll just let you take the T-Rex. All right, I'll take it want. in the sixth round then. Yeah, Thank you. you. Uh, Jacob Morocco said, not even close here. Love goo, but drafting Batman was disqualifying. <laughs> not to mention Mac pitched a movie I would definitely see. But where were the masks from Halloween 3 season of The Witch? Maybe David the Vamp uses them to take over the country. That's not bad. If you had drafted the Well, that's the, the sequel, right? Yeah. The well, would you draft of the, witch. the mask or the warlock who controlled the mask? Ah, that's a good question. The masks change everything because then you could do what you want. It with changed the everything. <laughs> Scott Nicola said, You both win in my book. Both were great, but since they were supposed to be horror movies, I have to give it to Mac. Goo, you got some crazy billionaire money to make the movie, and I will totally watch your movie. So, Mac, he said that we both win. Should yep. we each get a check on the board <laughs> or no? Patrick J. Maloney said, No chance Goo could have pitched that movie with the movie voice. Such a long pitch. Loved the idea of Wayne trusting Beetlejuice and it backfiring, but nothing about Batman 85 qualified as horror. Got to go with Mac out of principle. Maybe I talked to him about Batman being <laughs> in a horror movie. But also, wait, what was this thing? I wasn't paying attention. What did he say? <laughs> 
He said uh, you had a good idea, but nothing about Batman 89 qualifies as What was as the first part? I heard the second said, part. No chance Goo could have pitched that movie with the movie voice. I could have, but you guys told me not to. So here we are. That's the point you want to yes. That's your point of contention there. Okay. I forgot everything in that <laughs> final part there. Rob Paradis said, okay, I miss Goo's Gooby voice, and I think Batman is cheating, but I think a showdown at the North Pole with elves versus gremlins would be a CGI mess since all the money was spent on the soundtrack. Am I supposed to do the Gooby voice? <laughs> I think Beetlejuice and the Fly I don't think the people should have it. teamed up to fight Batman and Freddy. I'm telling you, there's a solid core of Goo fans that like everything Goo touches. That doesn't sound like my wife. <laughs> Joey Sheen said, voted for Mac, but I love Goo's selection of Batman because it clearly opens the door to drafting 1990 TMNT characters with its dark tone, mutants, Casey in a hockey mask, Swearing. and of course, Shredder and Tatsu. It's all very macabre. Mm. Goo was playing the long game. I like where your head's at. Well, sadly, we have put a kibosh on that. So. <laughs> Sam Sullivan said, and this is It's the final- like when Bill Belichick was throwing the ball to offensive linemen, and then the Ravens got bitchy there you about go. it. There you and go. that's Mac and Goo. Talk sports. Sports. Sam Sullivan said, I was wrong. I missed Goose's spooky voice. Does Batman count towards horror? Probably not. But damn, did that movie sound good. Wait, who did he vote for? It sounded like a lot of people begrudgingly voted for me. Yes. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to take the loss on that. Yeah, one. I think you're not getting L. a win. I'm getting a loss. All right. Well, I'll take the W there. All right. Whatever. <laughs> All right, Mac. What is going to happen next? Uh, so we are going to draft 1990s horror movie characters, and just to you know jog Ooh, your memory my a bit, is starting to bumble. Our Gooby Vault for the 1990s: Silence of the Lambs won with 43% of the vote. Scream was second with 30% of the vote. The Sixth Sense came in third with 24% of the vote, and one of the biggest mind fucks of all time, The Blair Witch Project, probably the scariest movie of the 90s. Got 3% of the vote. I don't know any of the characters in that movie. So yeah, they won't be drafted. Unless you want to take the Blair Witch or the camera. Ooh, you could take the camera, but then if you don't get found footage, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> really? <laughs> Who's the guy in the corner with the camera? Oh, that's just, that's just he's, he Wade. has to be here. Don't worry about Wade. Contractual obligation. Wade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the main rule in this one is that we are allowed to draft characters from any of our vaults involving the single years. But since we are once again doing a horror movie, that is the shared genre. Right. You cannot draft any character that yep. was taken in the previous two. Yes, correct. So with these, the shared genre is horror, and we will be pulling a genre off the board that'll be the subgenre of the movie. Mac, do I have to say anything else? I think that works. We're drafting six characters. They'll figure it out. It's a spooky, macabre they'll, number. They'll catch it at some point. Also, the strongest number. You think, like, Physically? If you look up the number six, yep. it's the strongest number. Single digit numbers. And yeah. that's Mac and Goo. Right. Three looks pretty strong, though, too. Talking geometry. Two is kind of strong. Two, three, and six are the three strongest numbers. Is that your opinion or that's, is that fact? That's my mathematical algebraic opinion. Six is the strongest, though. All right, gang. <laughs> Mac v. Goo. Colon. It's what makes us different that makes us great but also what makes us similar that makes us great. Tell me, Mac. Do you bleed? Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. Goo has the home field advantage, which means that he'll be drafting first and pitching second. And with the first overall pick, I want someone who is unique because there are a lot of Scream Queen. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even call them heroines. They're more damsels in distress. So you can kind of spread that a little bit wider. Yeah. There's only one child from the 1990s that Ooh. could see ghosts. 
I will be taking Cole Sear, Haley Joel Osman from the Sixth Sense. That's a bold move. It's a bold move. And I'll tell you what, you just screwed up my entire draft plan. Because I feel like with him, you can put him into any slasher movie, any paranormal movie. Mm -hmm. Because what you can do is you can now have him speak to the people that have been killed. Sure. To then try and find who the killer is. Yeah. So you ruined my my movie already. So I might have to. Was I, that your top on the board? And he wasn't my top, but I was going to take him. But you're the bottom in this de situation. Depending <laughs> on who you took first, I was going to go back to back here with yeah. Cole Sear and Malcolm Crow. And now I might have to take Malcolm Crow to block you, who is Bruce Willis's character. But I'm not going to do that because then I don't know what I'm going to do with Malcolm Crow. I think he's useless at ghost. this point. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Give me the best. Scream Queen from the 90s. Mm -hmm. The only one that's actually a little bit of a badass. Give me Scream's own Nev, Nev Campbell, Campbell playing Sydney Prescott. Are you sure you don't want Courtney Cox before she was our cat? No. Although she has some nipples. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? She's beaming the whole movie. She's like Aniston in all the Friends episodes. Is there anyone in the movie Scream that doesn't have nipples? I've got nipples, Falka. Can you milk me? It's a good question. I'll have to deep dive later. Do a real <laughs> deep dive internet search scream, later? scream nipples. <laughs> I'm taking Sidney Prescott. I think Nev Campbell in like horror movies or gothic type movies has the perfect look for that mm -hmm. type of shit. Especially like for a 90s movie. Sidney Prescott is it. Nev Campbell on the board. Now, I do agree with you because I think she also has the best backstory with her mother being killed. Yep. So I agree with you yeah, on that. It works well there. Yeah. I really thought you were going to take her or Dr. Hannibal Lecter first. Although I could repitch Unky Hannibal's uh, spooky day of fun, whatever the hell I pitched a couple weeks ago. <laughs> out to lunch. He's out to lunch. Uh, Wait, was it? I don't know. Go ahead. I don't, you really ruined my plan, so I'm just going to go best available at this point. Give me Dr. Hannibal Lecter, played by Anthony Hopkins from Silence of the Lambs. Don't really have a plan at this point, but I'm just... I'm He's get, pretty good. I'm gathering talent. I'm gathering talent here. We'll see what we can build. I agree. I agree. Okay, oh, so... We forgot to pull a uh, thing. That's all right. Let's pull one right now, and then I'll pull one right after mine. Comedy. Comedy off the board. Comedy's off the board. Okay, Thank comedy God. is... Uncle Hanny is not that funny. Comedy is off the board. Okay, with my next pick, I am looking at the secondary Scream Queen. Okay. I'm going to say the more attractive of the two. Ooh. Not to, uh, you know... Yeah. Be a yep. little misogynistic here. I agree. But someone that really draws the eyes. Yeah. Give me Julie James, Jennifer Love, Hewitt, mm. I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah, I think the problem with her here is she's not a badass at all. She's just a straight no, scream queen. But she's also great at screaming. She's better <laughs> than Nev Campbell at screaming. Yeah. Nev Campbell because, has that Laurie Strode factor where she can fight back. Yeah, because you would agree with me here is that once you hit scream. Yep. We then started to get more of those teen scream like scream movies. movies. Yeah. And a lot of it was just based around sexy teens. Yes. So absolutely. let's take the sexiest of the teens, Julie James. Okay, that's fair. Off the board is sci-fi. Sci-fi is gone. Sci-fi's gone. Okay. Okay. Right. With my next pick, and I think a great male character to add into this, someone who always adds a couple laughs. You can't make him the focal point of the movie anymore because comedy's sure. off the board. Sure. But give me Randy, Jamie Kennedy from Scream. Still one of my favorite characters <laughs> from the decade. I knew you were going to take him. Mac, I knew you were taking Randy. He's one of the first characters that is extremely meta within a movie. Yeah. And probably the first that's extremely meta within a horror movie. So yeah, no. I think he's extremely unique, and he plays really well into any type of horror movie. Well, yeah, he does and he doesn't, because I like Randy and Scream, but like when you're building a movie here, he's not going to have anything to do with the plot. He's just going to be on the side commenting yeah. about the plot. Well, that's the thing is that what I so realized... So basically, you're going to have to build a movie with five characters. What I realized six. last week 
is that you can't have six main characters. Correct. You need to have a couple main characters and then some people on the side. Yep. And I think that he's the perfect side character. You need some bit players in there. Yeah. That's fair. I am taking the best available right here. I thought you were going to take her prior to this. I am taking Annie Wilkes from Misery, one of the Ooh. creepiest, just normal person characters of all time. I think if you're talking like a character that can fit into any type of horror situation, it's her because she's a normal person. And she's kind of... She could be your main character, but she is more that ancillary side character that can affect things underneath. Uh, off the board is Slasher. Slasher is gone. Okay. Well, that plays into both of us not having any Slashers mm. right now, which is pretty good. Okay. Okay. So I think I'm trying to build... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Towards a direction now, I'm slowly building my lineup. I think I've got an idea. I'm going to try to make this work. I am taking John Doe from Seven, played by Kevin Spacey. I know I'm going to get some naysayers that aren't Spacey fans, but we didn't know about these things back then. In We're the building this in 1999. Yeah, He's coming off American Beauty. Um, oh, man, what a performance. <laughs> I think I have somewhat of an idea here where you have maybe some regular people, Annie Wilkes, Dr. Hannibal Lecter, John Doe, all normal people. Maybe they're in an insane asylum. I don't know. Maybe Batman. Maybe it's Arkham Asylum. Maybe Batman comes into play. Who knows? There are tons of Batman to play <laughs> with here. Since Slasher is off the board, I think the villain to have in my movie, because he's creepy as shit, he is someone that needs to be found. He hides who he is extremely well. Give me James Gum, Buffalo Bill, played by Ted Levine, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, all right. I mean, that's not a bad pick, but the problem is... He's such a small character, even in his own movie. Like, is he that great of a character? He's small, but he puts the lotion in the basket unless he gets the hose again. Was she a big fat person? And he can tuck his junk better than anybody. In a supporting type of role where he ends up being the killer, he is the person that Cole Sear leads all and these dead seer. people to. Sear. Sears. It's being closed down. <laughs> he is someone that you then need to be led to with the power of talking to these dead people that say Buffalo Bill killed. Okay. That's what we're looking at here. All right. All right. Next off the board is Paranormal Gone. All right. Paranormal. All right. Sure. That goes my ghost movie. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's not good for me. Not okay. good for goo. <sighs> All right. We each got two picks left here? Two picks. All right. All right. I wish I didn't take Buffalo Bill. <laughs> So let's say this. Let's say that maybe Buffalo Bill is the person that everyone thought was the killer. Okay. But it turns out there's something a little spooky happening in the background. Maybe a monster type of movie. Wow. So, Mac, let's take one of the best performances in a pretty good movie. That would be Dracula, played by Gary Oldman from Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, Not bad. Not a bad selection there. Not a bad selection. I don't mind it. It's an acting it. tour de force. Yeah, there you especially go. Especially when put next to Keanu Reeves, who has no <laughs> idea what he's doing. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> That's a solid pick, Goo. I like yes. it. I like that pick. Your final two picks. Right in a row here, right? Yes. Shit. I am going to take Max Cady from Cape Fear, played by Robert De Niro. 
Uh, I'm building a bit of a, a Looney Tune bin here. He's going to fit in quite perfectly with Annie Wilkes, Dr. Hannibal Lecter, John Doe. It's going to be really good stuff here. And with my final selection, oh, should we pull a slip in between? Pull a slip in between first and then take Clarice. I'm not taking Clarice. Oh, okay. I'm not taking Clarice. Thriller off the board. Thriller, Thriller is, is gone. gone. So we can't make the Thriller music video again. Um, final selection here. I am taking Courtney Cox's Gail Weathers. Oh, Mac, yes. why? Is that for the nipples? Big part of it is the nipples. I did a, uh. little, did a little research into the nipples. They are there. What I like about Gail Weathers is she can play an outsider perspective, and she herself is a bit of a badass. So maybe Sydney and Prescott and Gail Weathers team back up. Name of your movie, Nips and Hips. <laughs> okay, my final pick. Although I would love to get one more Scream Queen to pop in there, no one else besides Nev and Jennifer really stick out. Mac, I think I want to take someone that may have gotten an omission during our top 10 deaths. Ooh. Someone that I think may have one of the greatest deaths of all time. Yep. And someone that can be a leader and be killed off. Okay. Give me Russell Franklin, played by Samuel L. Jackson from Deep Blue Sea. That's interesting. I guess we, so you would be calling, all right, I'm cool with Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. All right. Cool. Fair enough. Want to go over our characters one more time? I guess. Should have taken the shark from Deep Blue Sea. I should have taken the shark from Deep Blue Sea and the T-Rex from Jurassic Park, and then they fuck. <laughs> the people seem to be really into that from the 1970s They one. liked my Xeno shark. They're like, Xeno shark sounds awesome. How yeah. about this? T-Rex, shark, and then we also get some uh, Dilephosauruses. Ooh. They all fuck. Ooh. Nice. Little mixed breed there. Nice. <laughs> Mac, who's in your movie? Uh, in my movie is Sidney Prescott, played by Nev Campbell from Scream. Dr. Hannibal Lecter, played by Anthony Hopkins from Scream. <laughs> the Silence of the Lambs. John Doe, played by Kevin Spacey from Seven. Max Cady, played by Robert De Niro from Cape Fear. Gail Weathers, played by Courtney Cox, not Arquette. Or we could go with the Arquette form. Who really cares? Not from Arquette yet. From the Scream franchise, and then Andy Wilkes, played by Kathy Bates from Misery. All right, and that's my, a hell of a lineup, right? That's there. pretty good. And my movie is uh, Julie James from I Know What You Did Last Summer, Randy from Scream, I Russell still Franklin. Know what you did last summer from Deep Blue Sea. I did not take her from that one. What is Haley Joel Osment's name? <laughs> Cole Sear. Cole Sear from The Sixth Sense, Dracula from Bram Stoker's Dracula. And James Gum, a.k.a. Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. And just quickly before we pitch movies, some characters that I would have liked to have taken. Maybe I should have tried to find a way to fit Buffy, played by Christy Swanson, mm. to go up against Bram Stoker's Maybe my Dracula. favorite Playboy spread of all time right there. Mac is on his Google right now, checking <laughs> that out. Virginia Madsen's Helen Lyle from Candyman. I like Virginia Madsen's character, and I like Candyman himself, but yeah. I felt like you could have fit Virginia Madsen into more things. Candyman is such an underrated movie. Yeah. How are you going to use him, you know? Sally from A Nightmare Before Christmas. Jodie Foster's Clarice Darling. I feel like if we didn't already do our 1991, she would have been taken. Mm. Danny Elfman as Jack Skellington, or Henry Selleck, both of them voiced Jack Skellington. The Martians from Mars Attacks, Ooh. or any of those ancillary characters, or Skeet Ulrich playing Billy Loomis yeah, I from Scream. Him. But once Slasher was off the board, right? Plus, I mean, Skeet Ulrich's got enough going on right now. Yep. He's starring in Riverdale. He's playing FP. <laughs> he's Jughead's dad. I also think you could have worked Deputy Dewey into a movie somehow because no, he's such I don't a want goofball him, that it could have worked in maybe a comedy type thing. 
Um, Zeke Tyler, played by Josh Hartnett in The Faculty. There's a good one right there. Mm-hmm. Valentine McKee, played by Kevin Bacon in Tremors. That would have been a nice little one right yep. there. And then Ichabod Crane, played by Johnny Depp in Sleepy Hollow. That would have been decent. All right, Matt, can you please pull the final category off the board? Final category off the board. That will not be used. Yes, found footage off the board. Oh, I would have liked found footage. I'm out on found footage. All right, Mac, now you pull one for me, I pull one for you. You pull mine, I pull yours. We call it a Dutch rudder. All right, Mac's movie will be an action horror movie. Action horror movie. I like that. That could work. Goose is going to be a monster horror movie with no monsters. Uh, Dracula! Is Dracula a monster? Are you kidding me? He's a part of the monster franchise. Yeah, but he's... Frankenstein, the mummy, I get it. the werewolf, I get it. Dracula. He's the least Goo monster, monster of all time. Goo is ready. <laughs> Suck a dick. Runners on first and second. I tell you what, Tip, got a real barn burner here. Bottom five, seven, nothing. Well, boy, I wouldn't be surprised if he dropped down a bunt. From the stretch and the pitch. All right, and since I picked first, that means that Mac will be pitching first. All right, here we go, Goo. You ready for this? Ready no, for this not really. All-time great movie. Uh, the scene, a uh, mental institution slash psych hospital. The year, I don't know, sometime in the 90s. Uh, the town, Woodsboro. Sydney Prescott has been admitted to the Woodsboro Psychiatric Hospital after the trauma she suffered during the murders in town. It's there where she meets her new psychologist, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. In addition to the creepy head nurse, Annie Wilkes, who's a bit of a nurse ratchet, if anyone's ever seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the town, having killed off the suspected ghost faces, can finally rest easy, knowing there's no more terror to be had. But Sydney's first night in the psych ward, there's another murder. And they're like, what the hell is this? We thought we solved this. Reporter Gail Weathers, she's all over it. She visits Sydney the next day, you know, seeing if she can get any intel on the potential new killer, or killers. Whilst there, Gail discovers the psych ward is also holding two of the country's most notable serial killers, John Doe and Max Cady. Dr. Lecter, not yet known to us as a killer, has emboldened Cady and Doe to get revenge on the folks who put them in there. From there, we get a fantastic, wonderful, adventurous action voyage of Gail Weathers and Sidney Prescott Working in tandem, Gail on the outside, Sydney on the inside, trying to stop slash solve these new Woodsboro murderers. So you're getting an awesome take on the law-abiding citizen story mixed with one flew over the cuckoo's nest. And in the end, Sydney eventually, she's released from the psych hospital. Yeah. She's uh, deemed normal, I guess. Right? Is that, is that how they... Is that how they end it? They hand they, her a piece of paper they and touch says, you on the head and you they, are and, and normal. You normal. And so she gets out. And Gail gets knighted. <laughs> Her and Gail solve the murders. Stop the murders. What does Gail do? She's a writer, right? She Kinda. likes, she likes yeah. writing books. She writes a book about the whole thing. You know who likes writers? Who's that? Annie Wilkes, mm. the head nurse. So end of the movie sets up for the second movie where Annie Wilkes captures Gail Weathers. (laughs) It always seems like your movies lead to better sequels. You got to set up a sequel. You just have to. It's a horror movie. You got to set up the sequel. What is my movie called? Is it Nips and Hips? The Woodsboro Times. No. Eh. Because the name of the paper. Eh. But also it's got to do with writing and it's the name of the city and Gail Weathers. Boom. Nips. 
and hips. I don't think I would ever see your movie. Okay. All right. What kind of a budget are we looking well, no, at here? Oh, it's a big budget movie. Look at all the actors we got. It's some great characters. You have to realize, though, seeing Gail Weathers try to stop the next crime right before it happens, she discovers she's going to get there. Another death. A lot of action. A lot of action. A lot so of action. So what is the action that happens in here? So Dr. Hannibal Lecter yes. is now working with John Doe. Does he put anyone's face on? Working with Max Cady. So he's the outside guy setting all these things up. It's basically three geniuses working together. So they're going to be impossible. Is there any bit of a power struggle with the three of them? There's no, because they understand that Hannibal's the only one that's on the outside. I know, but I feel like there would still be a bit of a power There's struggle. There's a bit of a power struggle. You sure, just said that there wasn't. It's, it's ultimately what oh, does them in. Oh, there's so many holes it's, in your movie. It's ultimately what does them in, you know? Bit of a power struggle. One gets a little more bold than the other. This sounds but a lot like my Dr. Evil movie. You have to realize that no one knows Dr. Hannibal Lecter is working with these folks. So Katie and Doe take the blame for it all. Who we got left in the second movie? Annie Wilkes, Dr. Lecter, Gail, Sydney. We're still cooking here. We're still cooking with gas. All right, gang. Vote right now. Mac <laughs> has lost this. You want to do my movie? Your movie's going to stink. You have Dracula. No one likes Dracula. Location. Middle America, USA. Time. Did you, did you have to specify USA after Middle America? 1997. This is a mix of movie voice and goo voice. Okay. So I'm appealing to people while also <laughs> you're, not you're getting, getting anyone mad. Getting both audiences. I'm trying to get both audiences okay. here. All right. Julie James is your everyday girl next door. Mm -hmm. You agree with that, right? No, she's way too hot to be your everyday girl next door. Could you imagine living next door? You know how they always say she's the girl next door. Who lives next to Jennifer Love Hewitt? My windows facing that house would be covered, covered in You semen. would be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, I have a thousand curtains up. You have none. Yeah. That, you refuse to put curtains no, up. No, no curtains at all. <laughs> Until one day she witnesses something terrifying. While on a field trip, she is being told about the Ice Age or some shit. <laughs> what? By Russell Franklin until, out of nowhere, he is attacked by a monster. No one sees this happening. No one believes her except for one classmate, Randy, who also semi-doesn't believe her, but he's sweet on her and he loves horror movies. After going through every horror movie scenario, he then suggests bringing her to a local boy, a bit of a legend, one who can see dead people. They meet the young boy, Cole Sear. Upon meeting, Wait, who's Co meeting Cole Sear? Meeting Cole Sear is Randy and Julie. Oh, okay. Right. Because they're oh, trying Randy. to figure There's out... There's no way Julie would talk to Randy. The reason why Julie is speaking to Randy is because no one else believes her, and she needs to find out what happened to this man. Okay. Okay. Upon meeting Cole, upon meeting Cole Sear, <laughs> upon meeting Cole Sear, he does come in contact with Russell. Russell yells at him for twenty minutes. It's <laughs> oh, a great montage of the movie. Cole finds out that Russell was indeed killed by a Dracula. <laughs> Isn't there only one Dracula? Shut up. It's <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. Also, that Russell saw that same Dracula kill someone else. And since that point, he has had a target on his back. Yeah, this is a dope monster movie you got. Julie now knows that the monster has put a target on her back. Oh, yeah? A target I wouldn't mind shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Broke character. Lot, Sorry, gang. A lot, a lot of, <laughs> I'm just going to keep that one to myself. Sorry, actually. gang. My bad. <laughs>
They randomly walk by a store that has TVs in the window, and they see in the news that <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> Bill TVs in the window. <laughs> Buffalo Bill has been caught. What? When he just came, <laughs> he just came in out of nowhere. Why do they care about Buffalo Bill? All the of a rest of the movie. <laughs> Is Randy and Julie using their know-how and knowledge <laughs> to track this monster oh, man. before the monster can find Julie? Name of the movie, I know I saw a monster do something at the museum, colon, there's a Dracula foot. <laughs> That's the worst fucking movie of all time. That's so bad. Vote now! <laughs> We're trying to build a horror movie, and Goo just put Julie James and fucking Randy from Scream like on a walk through the town. No! <laughs> They're trying to find Dracula before he finds them. Your monster movie involves a 20-minute scolding. Uh, them hanging out in the square watching television through the front of a store. I was just trying to tell these girls about the Ice Age and a Dracula bit my neck. <laughs> so bad. So fucking... Dracula's in your movie for like 30 seconds. Julie and Randy. It's just... a hunt. Your whole movie is Julie and Randy just going and talking to the other characters. Like I said, I really wish that I had Buffy instead of <laughs> Buffalo Bill. Because they could have hired Buffy to yeah, go and get the Dracula. That would have made a lot more sense. Is Buffy the vampire slayer trying to fight against a vampire? But do you see that I did have Buffalo Bill in the movie? You did have Buffalo Bill. You did get him in there. And it's kind of like in Halloween and 3. And a short 15-second In Halloween 3 where they put Michael Myers on the TV. They're like, guys, he is in this. The minute you took Buffalo Bill, it was all downhill from there. Listen, you've got Julie James... And Randy from Scream running so around. So many sexy things happen in my movie. Compared against Dr. Hannibal Lecter, Annie Wilkes, John Doe, Max Katie. But whatever, you know, you can have Randy talking the whole movie. That'll be good for your movie. Quick synopsis. <laughs> Julie witnesses a murder yep. from a monster. Yep. In the aquarium? Is that where they were at? Museum, maybe. <laughs> okay. She was learning about the Ice Age. You would have been better building Night at the Museum. Three, four. That was my working title. Okay. She notices the museum guy that's yelling at her gets killed by a monster. Classic museum guy. No one believes her. She yeah. has to work with Randy. Randy takes her to someone that speaks to the dead. Yeah. The dead gets yelled at by Russell. They find out that she now has a target on her back, and okay. she'll be hunted by the Dracula. And then they take a walk through the town, and they happen to stop in front of a TV store. They get caught in a corn maze. <laughs> it's middle America. Maybe they're at a college football game. Oh, man. Even though they're in high school. That's bad. It's just not good. So much sex. My movie has... I'm getting back to my roots here, Mac. My movie has a bit of too many cooks in the kitchen. Yours doesn't have enough. And I'll tell you what, Believe somehow me, I mine's better. This. Somehow mine's better. And I don't know how. What's the name of your movie again? Uh, the Woodsboro Times. As opposed to mine, I know what I saw a monster do at the museum. Colin, there's a Dracula afoot. Yeah, yours is straight to DVD. <laughs> or straight to VHS if it's 97. Oh, mine comes out on Laserdisc. <laughs> Okay. I have made an exclusive agreement with Laserdisc okay. to only put this movie on Laserdisc. So I've got Gail Weathers and Sidney Prescott working together in tandem trying to solve this these new murders in and the town of Woodsboro. And it's released on VHS, You've got DVD. John Doe, it's easily acceptable. Max Katie and yeah. Dr. Hannibal Lecter working together. Meanwhile, Nurse Annie Wilkes is fucking pissing everyone off because she's a real C-word. We're like Spider-Man and PS4. They have the exclusive deal. 
I know what I saw a monster do at the museum, colon, there's a Dracula foot, has an exclusive deal with Laserdisc. Yours is not even a good sentence. You didn't even build a good sentence. I know what I saw a monster <laughs> the, do at the, the museum. Dixon is not great. Colon, there's a Dracula afoot. Yeah, I think... Gang, head over to Twitter and tell us who you think won this macabre and ghoul v oh, Mac v Goo. Who pitched the better movie? Who picked the better character? Law-abiding citizen meets one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Let us know what characters think we about missed. That concept. And also, pitch us better movies. I don't think you can. I don't know about that one. I think the goobers are going to get us this week. <laughs> if you have made it to this point in the podcast, please tweet us a gif of a Dracula. <laughs> Any Dracula you, you may choose. He's a Dracula monster. Yeah, sure. Mac, where can you find us? You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at Mac and Goo Podcast. On every other platform, we are Mac Ampersand Goo. That includes Facebook, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio! Spreaker, Google Play. The most important platform is iTunes. Get on iTunes. Search Mac Ampersand Goo in the top right. We are your top option. Subscribe to us. Rate us, review us five stars. And you will receive a white Mac and Goo tea. Free tea, free tea, free, free tea. tea. Free tea, free tea, free tea. From the fine folks over at Watertown Sportswear. Watertown Sportswear. Watertown Sportswear. Or if you want to pay for a shirt, tpublic.com. Tuesdays or Goosedays? I guess. I abuse kangaroos. Bye. Please flip the cassette over to side B to continue the adventure. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.